Hello, all you cinephiles, cinefreaks, and cinemaniacs. Welcome to another wacky episode of Cinema Smackdown. My name is Greg, and with me as always are these goofballs, Tyler and Michael. Yeah, goofballs. The three of us are obsessed with movies. That's right. We are so obsessed we made a podcast about it. We take two similar movies and pit them against each other in a fight for ultimate glory. The three of us will comb through every aspect of these movies to finally answer the ultimate double feature question. Which one's better? And today we have the battle of the Mel Brooks classics. It's a Technicolor Western versus a black and white monster movie. Hateful old-timey Americans versus hateful old-timey Europeans. A drunken cowboy Gene Wilder versus a mad scientist Gene Wilder. That's right. It's Blazing Saddles versus Young Frankenstein. Put your hands together for the three of us. Clap, clap, clap. Clap, clap, clap. Clap, 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 ass. Yeah, welcome to another episode of Cinema Smackdown. Yeah, we're already busting out the naughty jokes, having fun. We're being goofy, goofy, goofers and spoofs. Guys, I'm going to do it. Mel would be proud. That's right. We are talking about Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. That's These right. These chef kisses of a movie. Mwah, mwah. The key to the movie. <laughs> so one of these movies will win, obviously, and join the ranks of, let's see if I can do this, oh. Men in Black, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, The Matrix, Heathers, Unforgiven, Halloween. No. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. I, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost stuck the landing. Yes. And then one of these winners yes. and next week's winner for a bracket that will face off against each other in the season finale. The so season finale. For that. It's really exciting, and I'm going to pee my pants. My nipples are hard. Whoa. I'm already peeing my pants with hard nipples, baby. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> okay, let's just kick it off. Let's do it. Let's get it started. Yeah. Tell us about these two movies. What are they about? I would like to tell you what they are about. If you tell me what they're about, I will listen. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm going to first talk about Blazing Saddles. In order to ruin a western town, a corrupt politician appoints a black sheriff who promptly becomes his most formidable adversary. Work. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like a fun movie. It uh, the synopsis actually sounds like a like an intense western. Movie. I know. Yeah. They don't acknowledge it's a comedy at all. Not at all. <laughs> but it is. And then I'm going to talk about Young Frankenstein. An American grandson of the infamous scientist Frankenstein, struggling to prove that his grandfather was not as insane as people believe, is invited to Transylvania, where he discovers the process that reanimates a dead 
body. Mm. I mm. believe it's pronounced Frankenstein. 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 And it's pronounced Igor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that one also didn't seem like a comedy either. That uh, no. synopsis was also, I was like, that sounds like a scary movie. Is it yeah. how I read it? I'm sorry, guys. You're so spooky. It's scary. <laughs> oh, no. It's yeah. Halloween time. Maybe if you had read it in Comic Sans, like, dude, wacky shit. <laughs> you just read it in the font. <laughs> yeah. When I read fonts, I try to take uh, on the That was great. That was great. But could you please um, read that in Comic Sans? <laughs> Can you actually read that in Wingdings for me? <laughs> That's dumb. Well, Let's talk about who's in these movies. Oh, you want to know who's in these? Tell I want to know, me, know who's in these. Up, up. I'll also tell you who made them. Here okay. we go. So Blazing Saddles was directed personally by Mel Brooks. I thought you were going to say you. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. Personally by Greg In 1974, Fink. I was there. You I look did. great. I know, right? <laughs> so directed by Mel, written by Mel Brooks and Richard Pryor. Okay. And another man, Andrew Bergman, but less famous. Cool for him. But really the headline there is Richard Pryor and Mel right. Brooks. Yes. Starring Cleavon Little, Gene Wilder, Harvey Corman, Madeline Kahn, Slim Pickens. Wait, what? And Mel Brooks. <laughs> There's a person named Slim Pickens. Yeah, yeah. He's the the sidekick his, to Harvey Corman. His God-given name is Slim Pickens. I believe it's a stage name. Oh, he, okay. he was a rodeo guy. Thank God. Yeah, right. and he chose it as a rodeo stage name, and then he went into the pictures. I would yeah. kill my mother and father if they gave me the name Slim Pickens. I think it's great. I killed my mother and father for naming me Michael. You, wow. They're dead right now. Yeah. Just like Michael Myers from last week. <gasps> exactly. Yeah, that didn't win. I know. <laughs> Can we yeah. stop bringing it up? I, I forgot. I somehow thought it did. So let's move on Michael to Wires. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Almost spit out my drink. <laughs> These dad jokes are rubbing off on us. If oh, you know let what me I make mean. a rubbing off dad joke. Hey, who's in Young Frankenstein? <laughs> Young Frankenstein is. Also directed personally by Mel Brooks, oh. written by Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder, oh. and starring Gene Wilder, Marty Feldman, Madeline Kahn, Peter Boyle, Cloris Leachman, Terry Garr, and Kenneth Mars. Those sounds like people. Woohoo! You sound like Slim Pickens right, <laughs> right. now. <laughs> I got the Slim Pickens in my veins. <laughs> slim Pickens, Slim Jims. Well, you know what? I want to know. Some fun facts about these movies. You do? Yeah. Some various fun facts. Wah, 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 wah. Come on down. All right. So I'm going to give you some facts about Blazing Saddles first. Okay. You ready? These are fun. I'm ready. These are fun. Wait. I'm not ready. Yeah. You you don't look like you're ready. Get ready. Fun. Buckle up. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. He put his fun panties on. <laughs> um, Richard Pryor was supposed to play the sheriff in Blazing Saddles, but Warner Brothers wouldn't allow it. They thought his drug usage was too out of control and his stand-up material was too controversial, so they wouldn't take the risk. Come wow. on, Mr. Warner. So he helped write the movie and then yeah. didn't get to be didn't in Didn't get to be the star. I had read also that Mel Brooks briefly quit over that, and then wow. Richard Pryor said, no, 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 like stay, keep make the movie. He was we'll like, honestly, I, I didn't like it anyway. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, that. he actually, he he liked Cleavon a little better because he said, and this is Richard Pryor saying, I could pass for Cuban, but that guy would scare every white person. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, Richard. Oh, Rich. R.I.P. <laughs> to Cleavon Little, too. To everybody but Mel Brooks in these wow. wow. Seriously, everyone you see on screen has passed. Not gas, away. Well. I'm going to steer away from that, <laughs> which isn't fun, to more fun facts. Mel Brooks asked John Wayne to play the Waco kid. Ooh. He thought the script <laughs> was funny, but was too dirty for his brand. And then they hired another older, famous 
actor for Westerns named Mm -hmm. Gig Young, and he showed up wasted on his first day of filming. He couldn't stop puking when he was hanging upside down, so he was fired. Gross. Wouldn't he choke on his vomit if he was upside down? Yeah, that sounds like a choking hazard. Which just comes straight out. Um, Desperate. Desperate. Mel Brooks asked his friend Gene Wilder to do it. Yeah. So Gene Wilder wasn't supposed to play that part. Thank God it's not John Wayne. That would not I mean, no, no offense to people that love John Wayne out there, but he's racist. He was good at what he did. <laughs> the only thing I like about John Wayne is the Lady Gaga song, John Wayne. And if you haven't heard it, go download it anywhere you get your Spotify <laughs> music. After you listen to this episode. <laughs> right. Don't stop listening to this episode because I just reminded you that Lady Gaga Now everyone's stopping. I know. Yeah, we so. just lost half Every, our audience. Yeah, I know. They're like, oh, fuck, I forgot. Lady Gaga exists. <laughs> she is great. Okay, my final fact for this movie mm-hmm. is <laughs> a good one. Okay, this was the first time in cinematic history <gasps> farting was ever heard. Wow. <gasps> we just take it for granted. There's fart jokes all the time now. I but know. This Bla- Bla- Blazing Saddles paved the way for toots. Blazing <laughs> <laughs> they paved the way for toots. They blazed the way for toots. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. blazed those saddles. Yeah. <laughs> You really gave jackass the freedom to just light their farts right. on fire. And just poop. Exactly. Straight up poop. <laughs> it's just straight up poop. They right. just poop on yeah, screen. Now yeah. we're, In 3D. Look at how far we've come. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to give you some fun facts about young Frankenstein or Frankenstein, whichever you prefer. But Franken- I prefer Frankenstein. 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 Uh, grandpapa. It is, it is Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein. I mean, totally. I mean, it's totally. Who are you whispering to? I'm whispering to you guys. I just felt like it felt fun. <laughs> okay, so the famous Aerosmith song, Walk This Way, was written because they were inspired by the Walk This Way joke in Young Frankenstein. What? Yeah. Can you explain how that how that goes again? What, the joke? Yeah, the joke. What, the joke, what? Marty Feldman, Igor, he says, follow me, walk this way with a hunch and a cane, and then he hands the cane off to Gene. And Gene at the train station. At yeah. the train station, and yeah. Gene has and to Gene, mimic it, the walk. Yeah. He has to walk <laughs> this way. That's ridiculous. Jokes are so funny when yeah, you have to I explain guess, them. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, my God. Why am I blanking on his name? Gene Wilder, Marty Feldman. No, the Aerosmith. Oh, Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler, Jesus Christ. So yeah. Steven Tyler apparently was like, Walk this way, obsessed with it, then just wrote that song. That's Damn, wild. That? Walk this. That's such a famous song. Come on, I know. Talk this way. I saw him perform that song live once at the air, uh, uh, some foundation for some Grammy thing. I don't know. Did anyway. he do it like That's Marty Feldman with a cane and a hunch? He, yeah. He, <laughs> no, he just looked like someone's mother. Yeah. Um, yep. Okay. <laughs> that tracks. Um, Mel Brooks was able to get his hands on the original lab equipment and machinery sets used in the old Frankenstein movies for this film. That set designer, Ken Strickfaden, never got screen credits on the old movies, so Mel gave him the long overdue screen credit on Young Frankenstein. You go, Mel. Good for you. That's I 40 know. years old, though. Come on, Ken. Yeah, that's wild. That he, equipment the, is like 45 years old. The dude didn't get old. credit in the 30s, and he had to wait until 1974. You know what? I'm still waiting for my credits. Yeah. Uh, Aren't we all? Where are my SAG credits? (laughs) Yeah. I'm waiting for my Delta Airlines credit. Oh, Uh -oh. yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm 
not, but <laughs> we don't need to talk about it. Okay, the gag where Igor's hump kept changing sides is from Marty Feldman doing that on set to mess with the cast and crew to see if they notice. When Mel Brooks finally noticed, he thought it was hilarious and put it in the film. <laughs> and and the sound effect whenever Gene Wilder puts his hand on it's oh, yeah. like a, it's, yeah. like, it's like knocking on a door. It's hollow. It's like hollow wood. It's like on uh, Wizard of Oz where dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> um, so final fact for both movies is Blazing Saddles was the second highest grossing movie of 1974 and Young Frankenstein was number three. And Holy Towering shit. Inferno what? was actually number one. I was going to ask what was one. Towering, Towering Inferno. Yeah, I've, re- I've heard of that movie. I've never is, seen is it. Is that but... Charlton Heston? Perhaps. Um, <laughs> we could look it up, but I'm not going yeah, to. I've never heard of it or seen it, but I assume it's about a very tall fire. In a building. That's wild. These two goofy movies were two of the highest grossing. Like, that wouldn't happen today. Right. Not comedies. Wacky comedies. Comedies don't make any money today. Ugh, it's so sad. I know. <laughs> it's like people don't want to laugh. It's I like know. everyone's too fucking serious. Everyone's walking around with serious faces on. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all got scrunched serious. ass faces. Yeah. They're just like scrunchy. <laughs> well, I want to move along here. I want to move along and change things up. Before we get into talking about these movies, I want to have a little hypothetical situation. What? Oh my God, I love let's, hypothetical situations. Let's That's pretend that words. maybe Mel Brooks isn't 95 and he's in his prime currently mm-hmm. and he could spoof anything going on right now. Okay. Any any movie, any world event, any TV show, anything. What would you want to see a hmm. Mel Brooks mm-hmm. style spoof of today? I want to hear your pitch. I want to see the log line. I want to see your homework. Okay, <laughs> great. Explain your answer. Text analysis. Text analysis. Do you have one? I have one. You go first. Um, so I would love to see a spoofed Mel Brooks movie about climate change oh. and Greta Thornburg. Oh, yeah. Thornburg? Like, Thornburg. Th- Thorn- Thorn- but that would be part of the fun is every yeah. time they would mispronounce they'd, they'd her name. Her like, name it's like Headley. Yeah, there like we Headley. go. See, it's like already Headley. writing itself. And he loves to do German-accented characters. Right. He does. I just went to a wedding, and I kept telling... I was I was drunk, and I... Um, People, I was being kind of nihilistic, though, because someone said something about, like, they don't even recycle here. And I was like, it doesn't matter. Though It's over. We're all going like, to die. It's over. We're going to die. <laughs> the world Throw is ending. Throw your plastic into the ocean and just give up. Yeah. I was kidding, but everyone got so mad. Oh, wow. wow. And they you were like, it's not feathers. over. And then I'm like, but kind of it is. When in Mexico, am when I right? In, when in Mexico. <laughs> no, but um, I just think that would be funny because these movies, uh, especially Blazing Saddles, talked about a lot of like controversial Yeah, yeah you, you offended like Mel. And I offended like Mel. <laughs> and, but I'd be like, uh, you guys are taking this so seriously. I'm like, we're drinking margaritas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and the world <laughs> is down. on fire and we are all going to die. Right. Yeah. So four years, we're going to, never mind. It. I don't want to get we will die. I'm not getting political. Let's not get well, that would be. A, I could see the movie yeah. being very wacky and fun and funny. Sure. What, yeah. what, what is there a title? A working title? Um. It, okay. Let's think about that. Climate change. Greta. Maybe. Um. A Thornburg <laughs> in my side. <laughs> <laughs> it's just perfectly done. I love it for a yes. movie. I love uh, it. A Greta Thorn in um, my sideberg. So <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> So I was thinking, as far as movies go, like it would be a really fun thing to see a Mel Brooks version of Alien. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know that he produced The Fly, and that was like super shocking and insane yeah. that he produced like that 
that uh, gory movie. And but Elephant it, Man. And Elephant Man. Yeah. Damn, look at this guy. Yeah. He's everywhere. Yeah, sneaky fun facts. But I would love <laughs> to see like a goofy version of just like a, a crew of six people on a spaceship encounter a wacky alien. Yeah. And hijinks ensue. Absolutely. The alien's just like playing cards. <laughs> trying to deal cards. I don't know why that's the image I see. Like just like a, constantly trying to scare them. Yeah, to, like boo, a casino. Ah, a I got casino you. dealer with like the visor, but it's like the alien. <laughs> you know, I could see it because it's kind of like Young Frankenstein where there's a misunderstood monster. Oh my God, you're right. Right? Similar. Yeah. Mixed with space balls a little bit. I love it. Yeah. I love, this is a recipe for I success. I love space and balls. Mel, are you listening? <laughs> Mel. He's, he's he always can, listening. He, he can barely hear. Let's Mel be is to, Mel is sharp. You see him in interviews. That dude. He's, st- he's still got he's it. 95. But what if him and Betty White went on a date? <gasps> they should. They should date. She's turning 100. Like Is she really? Today She's older tomorrow. than him. Wow. Yeah. 100. That's a match That's made a lot of years. That's a lot of well, years. Well, I think uh, what I would do, I would go for a franchise, a modern one. Oh, okay. I'm thinking I want to see. I want to see. Yeah, exactly. Well, Mel's got money. You know, Hollywood will make it happen. Right. <laughs> I want to see Mel Brooks Presents The Fast and the Furious. Get out of here. Uh, or The Fast and the Fed Up, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Something like that. Oh, The, the fast, fast and the Fed Up. The Fast and the Verklempt. Uh, uh, a Jewish know. neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, you know, those movies are all about family. Yeah. And there's true. a lot of jokes that could be mined there. You know, I could see like a Jewish family at Passover and be like, come on, what? It's all about family. The what? Fast and the Verklempt is so <laughs> dumb. Ridiculous. The Fast and the Verklempt. Yeah. Yeah. I could I, see that. I have a confession to make. I have not seen one of the Fast and Furious movies. But you get I it. I get it. Like you, if you've seen the trailer, they <laughs> they drive fast cars. They save the day. I have been to Universal Studios where you go through that one part where there's yeah. like very Fast and Furious things happening. And they're all just standing there in holograms. Yeah, it was like a non-union actor call, and they got a bunch of girls that wear. They were like, "Wear your sluttiest outfit. Come to this screen. We're gonna record you and put you on this thing that's gonna live in infamy forever." I was on wow. the plane, and some guy next to me was watching. The Fast and the Furious 9, and there is a spaceship car Yeah, that happens? I can't. They really jumped the shark on that one. That just sounds Mel Brooks right there. I mean, yeah. How do you parody a parody? That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Let's feel... shift gears like we're yes. in the Fast and the Furious right now, and let's uh, let's talk about these movies. Oh, yeah. Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. Yeah. What did we think? What Did, uh, did, did we laugh? Did we Were we offended? I giggled a lot. I was waiting for Young Frankenstein to turn color like the Wizard of Oz for some reason. Oh, really? Or like like I was waiting list? for when he like made the monster for it to like turn That would be cool. Color. I would like to see that. Yeah. Where everything, yeah, that would be awesome But would that to see. fit with a parody of Frankenstein? It wouldn't fit. No. But it would it be cool to wouldn't. see. I don't know why I expected it, but maybe I just had a hard on for Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I mean, that movie's great and mm. it is amazing when it turns into color. Yeah, mm. you're just like, whoa, color. Technicolor. And yeah, I've never seen <laughs> the old Frankenstein movies from the 30s. I haven't so either. I'm pretty I sure have. I read the books. <laughs> They're written in letters like They're Dracula ri- is. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant just like letters <laughs> of the alphabet. I'm like, isn't everything written uh, in letters? Like many books, they are written with letters that uh, are put together to form words. And those words um, then make sentences. Those words are punctuated. <laughs> <laughs> then they're either typed or handwritten and scanned into paper pieces that are then bound together. 
I think you're you talking about You guys can't let me keep book, going. Right? Yeah, go. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Mary Shelley. Um, libraries. Okay, we're talking Dewey so, Decimals, okay? <laughs> back to Frankenstein. I think there's probably some levels of parody that maybe I didn't get or never have. It's pretty on, on the money. I mean, if you watch the 1930s Frankenstein, it is a direct parody to yeah. that Frankenstein. It could even be considered just a funny sequel. Right. To that movie. I yeah. mean, there are sequels to the 1930s Frankenstein. Bride, Bride of, of Frankenstein, Frankenstein, the most famous one. Yeah. But this definitely could be just like a. a I think there's a son of Frankenstein, too, there, which is like kind I think of. That came like, a lot later, I think. Son oh, came, came out in the 60s, I believe. Really? I'm going to fact check that. Do it right now. <laughs> I Pro- recently learned, and it was right before I watched this movie, that Franken. You know, everyone thinks the monster is Frankenstein. Yeah. Right. Like, a lot of people will just be like, oh, you're going you're gonna to be Frankenstein for Halloween. It's like, no, I'm being the monster, you fucking dummy. Breaking news. Uh-oh. What? It came out the same decade as the other two. Really? 1939, Son of Frankenstein. I must be thinking of Son of Kong. Or Son of the Mask. Uh, <laughs> Son of Dong. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Yeah. And that's a wrap. <laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, back to these movies. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, sorry. Wow. It, it very much is just like a goofy, hilarious sequel to that. And I, I do think... Go back and watch Frankenstein, the 1930s. It's a great movie. I want to. And then realize how much is actually being parodied in Young Frankenstein. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. I do think that Young Frankenstein is probably a more faithful, direct parody of what it's doing. Whereas like Blazing Saddles, they go for all Westerns, the whole genre, and yeah. all of Hollywood, and every joke they can think of. You know, it is just more balls to the wall. It makes sense, too, because if you're parroting an entire genre, mm-hmm. there's going to be more of that spaghetti stuck to the wall. I mean, yeah. I think That's with- That's you know spaghetti's done. Hey! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is, Michael. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I'm Italian. Cooking tip. Uh, but not. with Young Frankenstein just parroting one movie, yeah, it, it just seems- yeah. Like Blazing Saddles is kind of all over the place with all different jokes everywhere. It's coming at you constantly. But Young Frankenstein is very smooth. It feels and very like the one joke and then the next joke and then the next joke. One of my favorite scenes in Young Frankenstein is the secret passageway scene where the door keeps slipping around. The candle (laughs) back. He gets smashed in between. Um, (laughs) It was really funny. Put the candle back. Can you put the candle back? It's like when he smokes the when joint in Blazing joint. Saddles. I know. Gene Wilder loves doing that little high pitch. He does. So anyway, uh, Bart, I yeah. think uh, you shouldn't go out there yet today. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, gosh. Yes, that the, the, the secret passageway scene and then the blind man scene. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, yeah. I was going to make scene. espresso. Yeah. That what line was ad-libbed. Was it? Yeah. Apparently, the crew and cast laughed so hard immediately after that, if you watch the movie, they have to fade to black really quick to end the scene because oh, there's wow. so much laughter happening. It's, uh, it's weird. It was I homoerotic. Was it, it was. He wanted a partner. I he felt did. that. He, yeah. he didn't want a companion. And he really companion. sizes him up. You know, yeah, he really touches him. him. And then he's like, oh, you're tall. Or you must have been the biggest you in your class. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what, what is What's, what does that mean? Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> How do we feel about Gene Hackman's performance in that movie? It was his first comedy okay. role. And I feel like the jokes mostly land, but I could just see like someone like Mel Brooks or Gene Wilder really knocking it Yeah, out I didn't think he... I think this, uh, the writing of it was very funny and just like the situation was funny. Yeah. Like Frankenstein's monster shows up and this blind guy like invites him 
like wants him to stay around. Just constantly burning um, him. But he didn't seem. I was like, oh, he's blind. Like when he said he was blind, he doesn't. He didn't act blind. His he's also, kind, of, kind of looking off in the yeah. distance. Also, his but, his yeah. acting his acting style just doesn't really fit the movie. Yeah, because yeah. Gene Wilder is very like over the top. Feels very thirties. Yeah, very like intense monologues, and mm-hmm. so is everyone else. Marty yeah. Feldman with his eyes. Madeline I mean, Kahn is really doing the. Classic but Gene Hackman's thing. very like it feels very French Connection, like very the yeah. new age kind of way of acting. That scene is there a blind man in. The old Frankenstein movies, and is that like a direct reference to something? I, d- I know there's the girl picking the flowers. In oh Frankenstein, yeah, yeah. But there is, and it ends much worse. I, I imagine in the original, but I don't remember the blind man. Yeah, I mean, maybe they threw that in. Maybe it's a direct parody, but it did. I don't know. It. I'm sure it was hilarious in the moment in 1974, yeah. but that scene kind of took me out a little bit of it. Yeah, I mean, I lo- I love the the butt of the joke where he ends up getting his thumb on fire yeah. and he takes a second and he looks at it and he's like, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. But uh, yeah, it's something about Gene Hackman's performance. It's just kind of, yeah. Peter Boyle is really funny. I very think funny. as the creature, I think everyone kind of, but Gene Hackman in that movie is firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Leachman, Marty Feldman, her joke, Marty Feldman's eyes. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's up with that? Uh, he had English a, inbreeding. He had no, those a, are re, those are his real eyes. Those are his those real are eyes. Realize he had a, a thing, a condition of some sorts. I don't know what it's called, but something. Oh, he actually had a condition. Yeah, like that's oh. not just something he can do. Well, with I'm his a dickhead. Eyes. <laughs> his eyes were permanently like that all the time. Visual oh, wow. disorientation. Sure. That's not. Is that the medical term? That's n- no. <laughs> the medical term is whoopsie doopsies. Whoopsie doopsies. <laughs> My eyes are askant. He's <laughs> got a case of the whoopsie doopsies. Uh, yeah, I've never seen a case of whoopsie um, doopsies worse than this one. This is a, a a personal fun think fact, real quick. But oh. we had a dog growing up who had eyes kind of like that, and so my dad would always lovingly refer to Bosco as Marty Feldman. Or she has Marty Feldman eyes. Aww. What kind of dog was it? It was a chocolate lab. Was Bosco named after Bosco Sticks from St. Louis, Missouri? Mm, Bosco Chocolate, because mm. it was a chocolate lab. Uh. We almost went with X Lax, but my mom was like, "Yeah, too, oh too Mel Brooks too, humor, too farty at the party." <laughs> yeah, no way. What about Blazing Saddles? Let's talk a little yeah. bit about Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Blazing. So the movie starts, and you're like, "Oh my god, I can't." Too offensive. It's shocking. It's it is. The words they use, the derogatory slurs. I at first was like, oh my God. And then once you get into it, you're like, oh, this is amazing because yeah, you it's get it. making commentary on right. it's a strong parody issues. of those yeah of and it's not people. subtle you know as the movie goes on it's yeah. pretty obvious that the racists are the bad guys right. yes. the buffoons and it makes fun of how illiterate they are oh and yeah how, um stupid they are they even it, mm-hmm. gene gene wilder has a funny little monologue he's like these are people of the plains the farmers they're morons. Also, yeah. <laughs> also ad libbed by the way. Was it if really? you're watching that scene, you know, Cleavon Little is kind of just staring out, and he breaks. That's, there's real laughter there because I feel like that, that happens a that bunch. Morons though. line. I think the rest of it, where he says, you know, these are people of the land, the common clay of the New West. That's all in the script. But then he put that little butt at the end. You know, morons. Yeah, <laughs> so that's it's great. great. It Wasn't there great. one of the people with the sign that like was misspelled or something? I can't remember. There was Probably. like a sign that said something dumb. But and I, I mean, remember laughing at I it. I mean, there's a lot of dumb jokes in these. I mean, movies. with Isn't that movie, it, it immediately opens up with it, it starts with that railroad scene. Yeah. Immediately, immediately. They, they switch it where, yeah, the racist white people are buffoons. Where if you see the westerns of the past, it that's it would be the other way. Right. It would immediately 
be racist. And that's why <laughs> yeah. that's why I think even if a few people have tried, you can't you can't cancel Blazing Saddles because it was there to cancel racist westerns. Correct. And it did its job. I mean, we talked about Unforgiven and how Clint Eastwood kind of put the final nail in the coffin in the genre there. But Blazing Saddles is the coffin that yeah. the nails are being driven into. Like it it essentially stopped all those old timey John Wayne style racist westerns yeah. that were implicitly, you know, the white guy was always the hero. They barely showed any black people, any Native American was the yep. enemy. Yep. Savages, you know. Very and, generic, like, makeup for yeah, them, too. And it, like, this it talks, is what a Native American is. Like, those movies were racist, and the Old West was racist, and the movies don't acknowledge the racism, so they're even more racist. And Mel Brooks is just calling the whole thing out. Which is great. And they call out um, the stupidity of politicians, too. Yes. And the racism of politicians. One of my favorite scenes is uh, when the mayor or governor. Gov. The gov. It says so on his back. Um, gov. When he, uh, <laughs> when the guy who is trying to like, who, who suggests the idea of putting. Um, a black guy. A is black sheriff. guy is the sheriff. Yeah. Um, Headley Lamar. Like, Here, character? just just sign this, and then he gives him that little like play toy. He's yeah. like, and, and play with this. Give the people this, and <laughs> yeah. he's like, Why do I always get the warped one? Yeah. And then he's perfectly <laughs> using the paddle. Yes, right yeah. again, you are, sir. That was so good. And he's good at that. Harvey Corman. I watched him because he's like making eye contact with Mel and just seamlessly doing the. Paddle. How many takes do you it's, think he did it though? I mean, I don't <laughs> it's know. really easy. I mean, is it? Yeah. I would be like Mel with it. Like, my well, why do I always get the defective surprise, one? Surprise, guys. I have a bunch of paddles and balls. Oh, boy. Oh, here boing, we go. Boing, All right. Boing, 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 boing. boing. <laughs> Wow, yours sounds a little yeah, different. Yeah, yours is different. Why does mine sound so different? You got the know. defective one. You got the jingle bell. Uh, the jingle ball. That scene with Mel Brooks as the governor when he first shows up might be my favorite in the movie. He, he is just, so dumb. And the jokes are so rapid fire, like jokes per minute. I love comedies that really just like you know, like 30 Rock or Arrested Development or Early Simpsons that just like the the JPM, jokes per minute. <laughs> oh my God. Jokes per minute. Bye guys. I'm out. J- JPM tattooed on my I want butthole. I want some high no. ratio of JPM, you know? You know what? I thought the same thing when I was watching Blazing Saddles that it reminded me of 30 Rock. Did it yeah. because of like the first joke, not the first joke, but one of the first jokes where the two slaves that are working on the railroad start to sink in the cement. Yeah, and then the head of like the white guys comes over and is Slim like, Pickens. Slim, Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens walks over and is like, "Oh my God, we gotta help! Someone help!" And then they, you think they're gonna pull the two guys out, but they pull the machine out and they're like, "Whoa, this is an expensive machine!" Yeah, thank God, um, we almost lost almost that four hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> the great. turns, the turns are very funny it's in this great movie. and then immediately he whacks him with the shovel t- you know <laughs> right t- tell him that i said ow i fucking <laughs> tell died. him i said ow, ow. got it yeah <laughs> ow! and let's talk about the ingenious ending of this movie oh my god this Blazing movie Saddles goes end. inside of itself and becomes this like inception comedy like I mean, I've never, you, I've never bonkers. seen anything it's like it. It's just bonkers. I still haven't seen anything like it's it It's wild, yeah. Like, Except maybe like Looney Tunes. And the movie is very Looney Tunes, the whole movie. Yeah. There's a Looney Tunes moment yeah. where Cleavon Little comes in and he's like, oh, I got your uh, candy gram. Candy gram for Mongo. Oh, yeah. And he play the music. And even before that, when he holds the gun up to himself, is a very Bugs Bunny tactic of like, nobody move or I'll shoot this guy. Please, please, he'll do it. He'll do it. It is very Looney Tunes. so funny. It's great. 
is very Looney it shows it is like a classic Looney Tune where Bugs Bunny outsmarts all the bad guys left and right. That's yeah. what Sheriff Bart is doing. Yeah, it's definitely. Great. It is the toll booth. Great. Well, somebody's got to go back and get a shitload of dimes. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <Yeah. laughs> and then one by one they have to go through, and that takes so much time. But yeah, the ending. Back to that. They they the whole movie they're breaking the fourth wall. But in that moment where they move over to the studio, and then there's they a whole the chorus. Number. I laughed. They go to the Chinese theater the Chinese on Hollywood theater. Boulevard. I laughed so loud when what, what's the main bad guy's name? Headley Lamar. Headley head. Hedy Lamar. Hedy Lamar. Hedy no, Lamar. Hedy is the is the actress. Hedy Lamar. Yes, and that's the joke. Yeah, not Hedy. Headley. Headley. Um, when he's sitting in the Chinese ramen's theater. Yeah. And he's having the popcorn. He sees Cleavon Little show up into the the front of the yeah. of the um on, on Chinese Holly- ramen, and he goes, Boulevard. "Oh shit!" And he throws his popcorn. Yeah, I laugh so, so hard. It's great. He I tries want... to get the student discount. <laughs> student. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I, yeah, I I want to like I want to do something like that. Like I want to write something like that because it's so it's nuts. good. It's nuts. It shows that Mel he started by lampooning the whole genre and trying yeah. to tear that apart, but then just showing the absurdity of all of Hollywood. And that, how... Watching that was like the first time I ever smoked weed and enjoyed it. It was like <laughs> when wow. things just start to get funny and funnier and funnier. And yeah. you're like, oh my God. And then you're like, I, why is this even funny? You're like, oh, I'm smoking a doobie, doobie. I'm a doobie or a do things <laughs> yeah. and a be thing. So if I'm doing something, I'm actually being something. And that's where we get the name doobie. It just gets it's weirder just like, yeah, and It's weirder. stupid and weird, but it makes sense. And by yeah. the way, it does help to blaze up when you're watching Blazing Saddles. Just like they do in that one scene where they smoke a joint. Unless I mean, I, I had jet lag, old. so maybe that was good enough. Yeah, <laughs> the, the that's jet like lag being high. A, yeah. for sure. was a little high. For sure, for sure. Can, can we go back to Young Frankenstein just for a sec? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. Course. yeah you know what? So, <laughs> Be my guest. Yeah, you know what? Just I, just, I really want to talk a little yeah. bit about Young Frankenstein more. Um, you know, I grew up with Young Frankenstein. I know, Greg, you told me you grew up with Blazing Saddles, which is insane to me because it's and such I never a great grew army. up. You never, never, and Michael grew up. never grew up. Peter Pan. Over I'm a here. real boy. I'm a real boy. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I, I had seen Young Frankenstein, but I'd seen Blazing Saddles and enjoyed it a lot more as like a eight year old. I'm well, watching we, Blazing Saddles. We've, That's <laughs> shocking, but also uh, awesome. Yeah, we've said that it's it's more Looney Tunes. It's more like insane, crazy, over the top, perfect for younger audiences like an eight year old Greg Fink. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Whereas Young Frankenstein, what would you compare that to like now? Like, is it like a parks and recreation kind of style where mm. you have like a very long played out joke that has a butt at the end? Maybe like a mm. pop star never stops stopping where they, they, <laughs> I, there's an earnest plot the whole way. Whereas yeah. like Blazing Saddles yeah. feels almost like sketch comedy where the yes. plot is almost like secondary to just the scenes and the jokes and the gags. You know, it, it's, there's a lot of holes you can poke in the plot of Blazing Saddles. You know who could poke those holes? Who? One Freddy Thumb Kruger. Ferris. Hey, <laughs> there we go. Back yeah, to the one, Western. One hey. It's appropriate for Blazing Saddles. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Young Frankenstein is a little bit more earnest. Like the the acting and the writing and the character development is like more cinematic in its language kind of. It's. I think it's more controlled, whereas Blazing uh-huh. Saddles kind of just like, it feels almost like a cocaine like, Adult trip. That's, yeah, that's whereas Young Frankenstein feels more controlled. The jokes feel more. There's more callbacks to jokes where it's not as 
with Blazing Saddles, you have joke and then another joke and then another joke yeah, and then another it's joke. Rapid fire joke for Blazing Saddles and uh, uh, Young Frankenstein is like joke, plot, joke, story, yeah. joke. Yeah. But it's like uh, they're funny. I mean, especially like that walk this way line is hilarious. Just yeah. the like the horses with Cloris Leachman's character. <laughs> Every time they I do have a question about Luker. the monster's makeup. Was it supposed to look that bad? You can definitely see, you can see it, like the, the scars lines. and the lines. We got to think about the seventies. The the graininess of film, right? Probably didn't show that up on screen as much. Um, or, I just didn't know if that was part of like the joke. It could be because the '30s makeup looked bad too, and maybe they're doing it on purpose. The, yeah. But the zipper neck is bad; like it's bad. Yeah, you can see yeah. The, and you can like see ben his wig cap. High school. It seemed like it showed up. Like I don't. The first scene when he gets off the table, I don't think he has not a zipper there. neck. And then it's they just there. like maybe that's a joke. Like the the hunch on Igor that keeps moving. The inconsistency. Maybe and that's so like an inside the joke. Frankenstein's monster is the the father from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Which is Peter hilarious. Boyle. Peter Boyle. Because that's basically all he says in Everybody Loves Raymond is. And when he does speak at the end of Young Frankenstein, he has a. a Thick New York accent, which is funny because he's playing <laughs> Gene Wilder's brain basically. Yeah. So he would kind of talk like Gene Wilder, but he doesn't. He sounds like Peter Boyle. It's great. I think Gene Wilder's performance in Young Frankenstein is so good and it's like amazing. so incredible, especially the end when he's like becoming, you know, mad scientist. I know both of these he movies becomes... were nominated for Oscars. I don't think he was nominated for acting. He, he should have been. For he should have been. I mean, I yeah, these. I think I looked it up too. Young Frankenstein got like two Oscar nominations, and Blazing Saddles got three, which is insane. Can you imagine movies like this now getting Oscar nominations? Never. Comedies never. Comedies and horrors never. And if they do, it's like a serious comedy, like as good as it gets, that like takes itself seriously. I wonder yeah. why that is, though. I mean, I know that Blazing Saddles at least had this like completely different turn in the movie like the ending and and i think just like the commentary maybe that's i, I think i think it's it has genius. to do i think it has it's to amazing. do with comedy and horror are both subjective they're very very subjective genres and not everyone's gonna like it not everyone's gonna have the same taste in comedy as as the and a lot of comedies it. now are like famous comedians yeah. that they tell a shitty story and they're like, oh, we're going to put this Amy Schumer in this and then it's going to be funny. Yeah, gonna see it. It, comedy's kind of just had a, yeah. it's at a low right now. It's so sad. TV comedy is doing better than Correct. film comedy. Yes. And that gets kind of a reflection on all of Hollywood. TV's yeah. kind of beating the other two. The if you haven't seen that. I love the other two. So I want to see that really bad. So, so funny. Uh, I looked it up that, that Young Frankenstein was nominated for writing. Mm. Oh that wow! Makes sense. Gene, Gene Wilder and that yeah. adds up for what we were just talking about. But I do think that Gene Wilder should have been nominated for an, for an Oscar, at least nominated. Oh, absolutely! He was just phenomenal in that. Do you movie. know that Madeline Kahn was nominated for Best Supporting Actress in Blazing Saddles? That's and crazy. She's great in that, but but also what Gene Wilder does throughout Young Frankenstein. I think is even more impressive. Yeah. I mean, he has so many monologues in that movie. Not that... to take away from Madeline Kahn. She's no. amazing. Was amazing. But she's she's not in that movie for very long. But she makes an impact. She does. Lily von Stupp. Which she does is in every movie. A Yiddish the... joke. Stupp, by the way, means the... like to fuck, to screw. Is she so. the one with the mole? Uh, she's the she's singer. She's the singer. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. talking about Blazing Saddles. Yeah, yeah, Blazing Saddles. Sorry. Yeah, and she's also in Young Frankenstein. Yeah, she's the his his wife. The that's like, Don't touch me. Uh, yeah, I just yeah, got my yeah. makeup done. And... Who ends up with yeah. the creature at the very end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she is the bride of Frankenstein. Hair. She does. It's pretty wild. 
anything These else. These are both such goofy, insane movies. I love them both. They're such dad movies. It's hard for me to choose. I really do like both of these movies. They were very fun, and I hadn't seen any, either of them prior to us doing this for the pod. This is a great introduction to Mel Brooks, and now you should go you know, watch History of the World, Producers, etc. Well, guys, we've talked a little bit about these movies. I would like to do another segment. <gasps> we've gone into new spoofs. We sure did. But I would like to go into some naughty goofs. <gasps> new spoofs and naughty goofs? New spoofs and naughty goofs! Oh, boy. What do you mean by naughty goofs? So Explain I, yourself. I would like to know like <laughs> an instance in your life where you did something inappropriate. You were, you were doing something that was goofy and funny. Like a class like a, clown moment? Yeah, like a class clown, like a funny hmm. story from your past. I just want to know something. So like just living life and thinking that yeah. everything's going to be, be okay? Is it like inappropriate <laughs> laughing or inappropriate joking or all the above? It's pretty much all the above. I just want to hear a, like a story basically saying that you were a naughty goof. We're all pretty goofy, dumb, dumb. And we're naughty. Stupid, boys. <laughs> so I'm sure that we have some good I have stories. one. Oh, and it is, it is a specifically a class clown moment because it did take place <clears throat> in class. Uh-oh. I was uh, a 10th grader and... Um, I was in chemistry class and I had to do a presentation and I was uh, paired up with my friend Sam. And I guess I think a lot of people did like live presentations, but for whatever reason, we decided to pre-tape it on, in like on iMovie or something. Because you're artists. We're artists and I wanted to put myself on tape you're for right. it. Right. You know? <laughs> um, and basically the division of labor on the project was Sam, my friend, who is smarter than me. He was in charge of all the science of Don't whatever we had to short, explain. Greg. Sure. No, his name's like, Sam. I mean, come Sam. on. He's obviously smarter than Greg. Obviously. Greg's a dumb, I've met, dumb I've met Sam. <laughs> I'm like the governor in, uh, yeah. in Blazing Saddles. How do I put the pen in? Think of your secretary. <laughs> so, speaking of which, my job was basically editing and writing jokes in the presentation. Nice. Of, I don't know what we're talking about, molecular compounds or something. Right, very, that's very a funny so stuff. Sure. Throughout the, the whole presentation, I had edited in the wackiest sound effects left and right, boing, just crazy shit. And then at the very end, the way you would almost see like the end come across the screen, and it was from like either side. I, I was just playing around an iMovie. Instead of the end, it said vagina. <laughs> And it came, it came really quickly, and I, and then you hear a voiceover of me going vagina, uh, and it was so quick, and the, and it flashed across the screen, but just at the very end, vagina, and everyone in the class was in stitches. The teacher didn't seem to notice or care. Amazing. Uh, at my school, the academics were kind of a joke, and he didn't take it seriously, so maybe he noticed and just didn't care. But yeah, that was, well, that, that was me. Vahina is um, Swahilian for the end. For exactly. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think is what you were going for. Exactly. And, That's not um, true. And I also. It was, a, it was a naughty joke I, I threw in with a bunch of probably other dumb jokes throughout there, like like a Mel Brooks picture oh yeah. in chemistry class <laughs> in 10th grade. That's dumb, hilarious. Silly, stupid. I yeah. have, mine is much grosser than that. Well, that's that's on brand too with the fart scene. Yeah, so um, I guess I'll tell the story and people will be judging me for telling this. I'm but already judging you. You should. Um, I was out hiking with my dad and my ex girlfriend at the time. Um, she was your ex she, at the time. No, she was my ex girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> she just hung out. She liked his dad. She just so kind of hung out with my dad. Hey, together. you know, yeah. if you get along. Um, but Is that we were why out- you broke up. Yeah, that's why. Because she hung out with my dad too much. <laughs> they just hung out. You hear that, Tyler's dad? Yeah. You guys needed to stop hanging out. Um, but we were on a <laughs> we were on a hike, and I had eaten some beef jerky. Oh boy! At this general store on the way in, 
I see where this is going. <laughs> you know where this is going. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're on this hike, It's and, and it's got these beautiful caves. Like, they are all named. There's, you know, the Devil's Hole. and Oh, I've been ooh, there. Ooh, I've been to the, the Devil's, Devil's Hole, Devil's honey. Hole. Yeah, I've been to the Devil's <laughs> Hole. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm starting to get bubble gut, you know? Uh-huh, Just yeah. got some bubble gut going, not feeling too great. I'm like, oh, God, we're halfway through this. And I, it's time to go. I have uh-huh. to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I and see where this is going. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I split off from them. I go into the woods. I'm trying to like dig a hole. Doesn't work. Hmm. So I'm like looking. Because one thing we know about Tyler is he cannot he, he dig. He can't dig a hole. <laughs> I can't dig a hole, guys. We've you're been so, trying to teach you're so him. so bad at it. Yeah, I know. We just go out. He can't dig. Why we... do you use your teeth? Yeah. Yeah. Use your hands, <laughs> yeah. buddy. You don't use your forehead to dig a hole? <laughs> no. Uh, we've been over this. It's either shovel or so, hand. So I'm trying to find like the, the perfect spot to go. Mm-hmm. And I find this cave. It's called the end of the world. Well, that's Whoa. fitting. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's literally this massive hole that goes deep, deep, deep into the ground. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and I um I bend over and I do my business. Uh-huh. And little did I know that there was an entrance down at the bottom. <gasps> oh my God! I knew that was Wait, what was gonna happen. Where people <laughs> could walk. I don't know if there was any. It was a busy day. I don't know if anybody was down there, but I didn't hear anything. They all saw you. Someone <laughs> must have seen my booty hole. Daddy, what's while it was that? while it was pooping, maybe. Oh, that's naughty. That's a naughty goof so, right there. So uh, it's pretty disgusting and nasty, but that's that horrific. Was a naughty goof. You that ate too happened. many beans like a cowboy. No, I, I would have beef jerky. I know. I, know. I would have written the worst Yelp review ever of of the end of the world. <laughs> the end of the world. Man, shits. Yeah. At end of world headline. <laughs> One out of five stars. Honestly, if I could give this place zero stars, I would because some man shit from a hole in the ceiling and it landed on my puma. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> So that's um, it. Great, gross. <laughs> um, gross. I have so many I can't even like begin to whittle them down. But I, the one I'm thinking of, trigger warning. This does include some hallucinogenic use. But Ooh, I was in, pa- yeah. I was in Palm Springs and I was high on mushrooms, and I was with my ex, and we were like. We had were you exes at the time? We were exes at the time okay. because he was <laughs> hanging out with my mom. Um, so we had been by the pool, and then we decided to go to hook up. We started to hook up, and as we're hooking up, we had been hooking up for like you know 10, 15 minutes, and then I, um, <laughs> I just farted, and it was one of the kind of farts that is has a personality. Oh, <laughs> wow. The kind of fart that you're like, you've been, you have a you know people, places, and things. <laughs> and um, I could not stop laughing. It was in the heat of the hookup, too. And he started laughing. Can, can you reenact the fart? Just like- the fart, If I had to, yeah, if I had to put a sound to it, it was probably something like... Oh, oh Louis Armstrong yeah. over here. Yeah. And it just... It, but as I'm, it kept going as I was laughing. So then it was like, <laughs> you know, and You're then it was just like, that I'm on, 
when I mean, obviously, that's not that funny. We get that that's not funny, but when you're uh, on mushrooms, it it's hilarious. That's pretty fucking I'm dying funny. over here, especially when I'm you're crying. looking at the person you're dating in the eyes and you're like, <laughs> hi, and you just keep laughing. I don't know if that's a goofy. And this thing was the middle of sexy time. This was the middle that's of sexy time. Wild. Did we continue, or did or did you? Stop no, I couldn't one? after that. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I think I I think we laughed for like 30 minutes after that. <laughs> for like. We just got goofy, goofy. It was goofy toots. Yeah, goofy toots goofy Tuesday. Toots. <laughs> beow, 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 beow. That is wild, oh my God. and that's my story. And I have more. If you want to um, follow us on at Cinema Smackdown Pod, if you want to DM me, I'll tell you some more dumb <laughs> shit I've done. We got farts. We got shit. We got vagina. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, maybe I should have done something. I have others. No, it's, yeah, it's perfect. I love, it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Scatological humor. I'm laughing so hard, I'm sweating. Well, we do have to move on and make a decision here. We do have to go to our final thoughts. Now we go back to these movies. Um, I I was kind of on the fence, but in rewatching it, even though I acknowledge that Young Frankenstein is more cinematic and has probably better character development, a more tight story, better acting, things that you usually look for to make a better movie, but Blazing Saddles... Is funnier to me, more of a biting satire. It calls out problems of the world more, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so I'm gonna choose Blazing Saddles. All righty. You watched these movies from a fence? Well, yeah, I was on top of a fence, and I was like, "Oi, my nuts!" <laughs> what? <laughs> you were split um, on a fence? Yeah. I um, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. Oh shit! Gray, you bastard! I you I have to bastard. I have to stay on brand here. I have to, you know, the horror genre yeah. is my thing. Mm-hmm. Not really a big fan of westerns. Um, it's still October, right? I now. found Blazing Saddles to kind of be a little boring in the middle, and <gasps> I I was at looking on my phone. I'm gonna be honest with you How guys. How dare you? I was looking on my phone a little bit just to look up jokes you didn't get. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Like that... Randolph Scott, who they reference. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I just I found. I found Just googling words. I was. Know. I was like Cecil B. DeMille, <laughs> Randolph Scott. I found like the the repetitive, like constant, jokey nature of Blazing Saddles to be a little bit exhausting. Oh, you must I... be exhausted right now, then, because yeah, we've been firing jokes left and right. <laughs> I mean, we are. We are, are you exhausting. tired, Tyler? <laughs> I want to go sleep. Are you tied, 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 tied? To be fair, the listeners are exhausted. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> honestly, if you've made it this far, thank you. Uh, congrats, Mazel Tov. Yeah, but but. For some reason, I grew up with Young Frankenstein. I think it's a more polished movie. I think the jokes land better, even though mm. they're they're longer jokes. I think they land better. I do agree with you that the social commentary of Blazing Saddles is way better, yeah. and the ending of Blazing Saddles is way better. But it's I wild. have to, I have to go with Young Frankenstein. Yeah, it makes he sense. has to. I have to. It's and also Gene Wilder really lives up to his name in that in that he's Wilder and he's as Wilder Young Frankenstein. Well, and and as, and as an actor, just the appreciation of his performance and everyone's performance yeah, in that yeah. in that movie, it's I have to go with not that to one. take away from Cleavon Little and Company, no. who are also great, but it's just a very different tone. <sighs> yes. Yeah. God, well, much like Natalie Ambruglia, I am torn. Okay. I don't think I get, I'm gonna have to Google that reference. Uh, see, I get the old timey references from 1974, but I don't. I don't even know if Natalie Ambrugula is correct, but what I really wanted to thing? land that. Natalie was she in in a Mel Brooks picture? No, then I don't know her. Right. <laughs> That's where um, Greg got all of his information I, ever. Uh-huh. I am 
History Torn. of the World. I liked both of these movies a lot. I thought they were both very fun and funny and stupid and dumb, and I love that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, I am going to choose Blazing Saddles. <gasps> I'm going to choose Blazing Saddles, and this is why, because the ending. I'm literally ending. picking it because of the ending. It is the f- most fun ending to a movie that I have seen in a long time, ever, probably. Yeah. I've never seen anything it's like insane. that. It was kind of inspiring to as someone who likes comedy and writes uh, writes comedy and performs comedy. Um, yeah. I was impressed by that ending. I just yeah. it's uh, nuts. It's insane. It's so loony. They literally bulldozed the fourth wall. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, they like, literally, they and crashed they walls do. down. Yeah, they onto did. The set. Yeah, that was real. That was not a pun. Yeah. Well, a well once statement. again, I'm the odd man out. Well, yeah. I mean, it's the only two times it's happened. It's you're been the odd man in because we are inside. We are inside. Now that's yeah, a joke that's so dumb. Even Mel Brooks wouldn't like. <laughs> I it. know <laughs> he would cut that. Those lights. He would very slowly like get up from his chair and leave. Like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. <laughs> yeah, you're just stating <laughs> a fact. You know what? It, I'm not choosing either. Wow. I'm just kidding. I'm choosing no, it's Blazing too late. Saddles. It's on, yeah, the record. it's on the Blazing record. Saddles Blazing advances Saddles? to the finals. Yeah. Wow. Or a shining star. I knew I was so in love with Western. I you know. really do. I know. You love I got, the Westerns. I'm, yeah, I'm fucking hard for Westerns. <laughs> <laughs> well, at Cinema Smackdown Pod, we're just three goofs talking about movies that we've seen. But we want you goofs to get involved, too. Go ahead and follow us on social media. We don't want you to miss anything online, so add us on Instagram and Twitter at Cinema Smackdown Pod. Just remember, it's pronounced Cinema Smackdown. So go ahead and make some jokes with us online. Tell us about the one time you drank too much milk. Tell us about the time you farted in an elevator. You can even tell us about something serious, and we will try very hard not to make a joke out of it because we are professionals. Damn it, professionals! At Cinema Smackdown Pod. Well, guys, next time we have some unintentional action comedies. Ooh. Yeah. We are going to be looking at some Nick Cage films. <gasps> Face Off versus Con Air. I've Get never Nick seen Cage. either of these movies either. Oh, wow. my God. They are so insane. I've met someone named Con Air. Connor. Con Air. Con Air. And we've also faced off every movie. Oh, right. shit. So that's on brand. <gasps> Face off. Amazing. Oh, my God. Well, that'll be fun. I'm excited for you to watch these, Michael. I'm excited and should we too. watch them together? Because this, Let's is, go this right is ridiculous. Now. Yeah, to the movies. <laughs> well, till next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Michael. And I'm Greg. Bye. 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 His job to offer battle to bad men near and far. He conquered fear and he conquered hate. He turned dark night into day. He made his blazing saddle a torch to light the way. When outlaws rule the West and fear filled the land, Cry went up for a man with guts to take the West in hand. 
They needed a man who was brave and true With justice for all as his aim Then out of the sun rode a man with a gun And Bart was his name Yes, Bart was his name He rode a blazing saddle He wore a shining star His job to offer battle To bad men near and far He conquered fear and he conquered hate He turned dark night into day He made his blazing saddle A torch to 